when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Hey, so do you have some stories for me about your week? I do. Well, okay. I have one. I got two. Okay. One, um, one better than the other. All right, then why don't you go first? You tell one, then I'll tell mine, and then you tell your it, other one. It'll be a, a story sandwich. Yeah, it'll be a round robin. Okay. Um, so... You know, of course, what Occam's razor is. But, I do. But and if any listeners don't know, it's it's just simply means it just simply keep it keep it tight, keep, keep it, it shaved, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, the simplest explanation is Here's most likely is most likely the the correct one. And uh, I I seem to I know this, and yet I absolutely do not use it enough in my life. So that's the the uh, foreshadowing to the story. Our warranty on our our new construction condo is up this year so we had to do go walk through and do a list of like things that are fucked up about it so that we could have them come and fix it for free right um like like a dog keeps peeing on it that would not be okay. under warranty unfortunately so we have do you know what a pocket door is matthew is it like a doggy door i don't know what it is <laughs> a pocket door is a door that slides out from the wall to close like, okay. you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. been in our house. The bathroom door is well, a pocket why door. Why can't you just call that a sliding? I guess there are other kinds yeah. of sliding doors, like the kind that hang from the top. Well, I don't know about improvement. I don't know about those like, doors. If you go into my into my hallway, our closet door has rails on the top oh, that slide. Really? It, it's terrible because it always falls off. Like a garage have, door? You like, pull the garage door down, down on it? No, you? but they slide side to side oh, on see. rails. Oh, um, but but it's terrible because they always fall off, and then I have to, like, clang it back into place. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway... The sliding door that comes out from the wall. So uh, I realized that when I closed my bathroom sliding door, there was a, a gouge ripped out of the middle of it. And so we realized that there must be a screw or a nail in the wall. Right. Okay. So they came. They fi- Or a demon. They came and they fixed it. Okay. Now, two days later after they fixed that door, a different pocket door in the house will not open. Oh, it, so it is it, a demon. Totally won't open. Completely stuck. Do you remember, by the way, the blue toilet ish, uh, story oh, of I, several yeah, years ago? How could you forget that? Okay, so now this different pocket door will not open. So what do you think I think? Uh, not using Occam's razor. There's there's a problem with all the pocket doors in the house. And, like, proceed to rant about the builder, cheap building, oh, you know, just the whole thing, right? Uh, guess what I did yesterday? We discovered this morning that the door wouldn't open. Guess what I did yesterday? Uh, you pulled on it really hard and it exploded. No, um, no. I, I nailed up a painting <laughs> <laughs> on the wall. Oh, man. <laughs> and crucified the door. You literally crucified. crucified the door. Oh, wow, your first crucifixion. You never, first... you never forget the first. No. So the, the door is now crucified by my hand, and that is why it will not, will not move this Have morning. you... Have you already pulled it? Pulled no, the nails out? No, <laughs> I just realized it as I was walking over here because we were trying to figure out like what could have caused it, and I'm like, you know, bad building, uh, warping, uh, change in weather. Like I went through every complex reason except for the one that's most fucking obvious, which is that I crucified it yesterday with a nail. I think it would have taken me longer to figure that out. Like I, you know, I, I would be here saying like, you know, what do you think it is? Like, you know, did is there something stuck in there? Like, like I hear, I hear like a moan. At night. I can't believe I put a nail through it when we just had someone remove a nail from the interior wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. I felt so stupid. Anyway, there's my first story. All right. Uh, my story, like, I, I don't know if this is a you had to be there kind of thing, but I'm going to give it a try. And I think I can find a photo, uh, at least of part of the story to post. You'll see what I mean in a second. Okay. So 
Um, I was on the bus uh, a couple days ago, and uh, a couple there were a couple of things that were not unusual, but in concert they were unusual. In concert, uh, <laughs> you went to see your, yeah. your your things in concert. Uh, like uh, together, they were unusual. Whoa! So, first of all, there was a guy on the bus who was uh, standing up, uh, kind of in the aisle, even though the bus was not full. Uh, and like talking to two ladies and like, you know, giving his view of the world um, oh, wow. because he's a very important person. Right. Uh, and like, you know, how he's uh, kind of down in his luck, but things are going to come together for him anytime now. Are the ladies actually listening to him uh, or are they like? They seem to be kind of actually putting up with him because okay. they seem kind of down on their luck, too. Oh, um, I see. Misery maybe, loves yeah. company. Uh, and so so we had like, you know, special, special bus guy. Mm-hmm. Right behind special bus guy on the back of the driver's seat of the bus, there was an ad for Le Cordon Bleu uh, Culinary School, which has closed. Which 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 has closed, <laughs> but the ad is still up. Uh, and there's a picture of uh, a guy like with tattoos, um, and then a caption, you know, something like you know, you know, your your new life starts now. Like like your career is blowing up in 2016, <laughs> like by going to our uh, you know scammy uh, for profit culinary school. Um, the the thing was the guy on the poster looked like the twin or possibly Whoa, actually the guy. guy who was standing up and it was so so hard for me not to like go up to this ranting bus guy and say like you know if you'll just turn like 90 <laughs> degrees like i think the universe is trying to tell you something here like you Whoa. know you need to go to culinary school i mean and and it was great because but not the, that one because then you'd no, feel like a no, real not, big loser because because the building would be closed Close. and yet somehow they'd still find a way to give you a seventeen thousand dollar loan for the first three months um and the guy, I mean, the, the, the ranting guy, he looked like the guy on the poster, only like worn down by life a couple of years. Yeah. It was amazing. Whoa. So did you, did you intervene? I did not because I did not want to talk to a weird bus guy. Oh, so he never saw himself in his future? No, but maybe he listens to our show. I mean, I, I feel like in, in, a, <laughs> sure he in, in some way he probably represents our core listenership. <laughs> Special bus guy. Special bus guy. In concert. <laughs> Hey, yeah, so um, if you want to see this guy's concert, <laughs> it's it's going to be at the Paramount. Question. How do you know who the special bus guy is when everyone on a bus is kind of special? Well, he was the loudest. The loudest of them. Of them. Okay. Just, and it was just like, it wasn't that he was crazy and it wasn't that he was threatening. He just was in love with his own voice. Oh, like you know? we are. And, right. And speaking as a podcaster, right. I know what that's like. Because we I, should really judge. I'm usually able to rein it in on the bus and not treat everyone on the bus uh, to uh, your, your a special full concert. grand tour of my worldview <laughs> and, and like uh, my, my sexy dulcet troubles. Tones. And, yeah. I, I always think of you when, when I say dulcet tones. You, you always think of me when you say it. Not because of dulcet tones, because you've said dulcet tones. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm going to ignore the last thing you said. <laughs> okay, so um, here's my intro to the second story, which is, I mean, I know you, you're in love with Lori, your wife, and I and you That's know I'm in, love, I am. I'm in love with April, my wife. But you know, That's you know those true. you know those moments where they do that thing, and not that thing that that we're gonna talk about later, not the thing, but just that thing that like is like, oh my god, I am in, so in love with you. That not, is just not that thing like no, no, in no, the no. Lauren Hill song. No, no. Uh, do you know what I mean, though? Just like the, a moment, they say something. We're they on the record something. here, right? Like this is going out on the internet. It is being I recorded. I don't know what you mean. You don't know what I have I'm... no idea what you're talking about. My wife has never done anything annoying. I, no, 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 no. I'm not saying annoying. I'm saying oh. the exact opposite of annoying. 
Oh, I'm saying Matthew, in that case, yeah. I'm saying Matthew that that moment where you fall in love with your 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 wife oh, all over okay. again. No, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, and it's in not, that case, yes, yes. So they, they they say something, they say something funny, they say something insightful, they look at you a certain way, they understand you, whatever it may be. So I had that moment with April yesterday. I am terrible about possessions. I lose shit left and right. Phones, wallets, Speaking keys. of which, don't leave here today without the rings you left here okay, last time. Hey, that is, thank you for the most perfect timing that's on that. Not, that's not a joke. This I, is absolutely true. I left true. my wedding ring here. Okay. I didn't realize that. I have not that. been wearing my wedding ring for three weeks since the last time I was here at Matthew's. And guess what? My wife noticed. Yeah, guess what? Now I have two wives. <laughs> um. My wife noticed that my ring was missing. Soon after she noticed my ring was missing, I lost my phone, <laughs> refound my phone. Good. Then had did to, you did you use the find my iPhone I, thing? You know, it's funny is I forgot about oh. the find my iPhone thing, and so I was so stressed and so you grumpy. You need a reminder app to remind, remind you, you that about there's a find my iPhone. And then it, and then like at midnight, I remembered. Oh my god, find my iPhone! And so then. I was so upset because I com- was completely convinced I left it at the moth. I went to listen to the moth sure. and was like, it's gone. It's gone. I had just purchased a new iPhone 6S and it was gone 24 hours later oh, after boy. I got it. I was in big, deep doo-doo, right? I didn't want to say shit because, you know, I don't swear. And uh, I found my iPhone and it w- started making a noise and it was in the bed I was lying on. <laughs> so what an idiot. Okay. I'm just... Showing my, my smarts right now. Okay. So then I had a long work day yesterday. I realized I left my phone at home. Uh-huh. And April was at work. And I usually text her a couple times during the day. So I had my friend Kim, who you know, who's been on the show, yes. text April and say, Becky left her phone at home. It's not lost. But just so you know, she won't be contacting that's, you today. That's good because, like, isn't it isn't it terrible? Like when you're used to texting your yeah. wife during the day, and like one day, like one of you forgets your phone and you can't. You feel like, oh, like, like I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely, yeah. and like, what, what? They're not thinking of me. Uh, exactly. Like all this yep. stuff. So I was like, okay. So I, I got that text out early what in the morning. I do? What did I do? So then about three hours later, uh, by the way, I'm at Mark's Foods. I'm in the middle of a shoot. Okay, sure. a shoot. There's a, the videographer, the camera person, editor. Sous chef, me running this whole shoot day, and Kim, who finds herself or thinks of herself as very funny. You might remember her. She's the one who snookered us with the German. Yes, the German, the German snookerer. Kim, out loud in front of everyone, says, um, "You got a text from your wife," and I said, <laughs> "Okay, well, what did she say?" And she says, hold on, I'm, I'm queuing it up because I know you love this segment where I read texts. Oh, I, it's your favorite it's segment. Favorite. No, no, no. Uh, it's my second favorite segment after the segment where you Google things. Yes, right. Which means you hate both of them. But who cares? Um, she says, and then Kim repeats loudly. Oh, your wife says, uh, please let Becky know that tonight I don't want the scheduled tantric sex therapy with our community. Instead, tell her I'll do that thing. <laughs> 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 What's the thing? Uh huh. I loved this so much; it made me fall in love with my wife all over again. Oh, yeah, that's so there's, great. There's so many good things in it, and the, my favorite thing, though, is the instead tell her I will do that thing because oh, it leaves great. it just wide open. Wide open. How was the thing? So I was so. <laughs> <laughs> I was so. I don't get embarrassed easily. Uh-huh. I was embarrassed. Oh, that's great. It's hard to make a Jew blush. Yeah, I, I got red. Do you ever blush? 
Yeah, I do. I don't I, think I th- Jews blush very easily. Yeah, not not. Have you noticed that? Not like uh, my you know English uh, yeah. wife. What does. is it? Does olive skin just not? I think that's probably pink it. up. Well, I think it's a combination of we're harder harder to uh, embarrass. Embarrass and you think that you really think that could be true? Jews I don't know. are for the, okay. for the purposes of making shit up on a podcast. Yes, let's take this to the listeners. Are Jews harder to embarrass? I want everyone to go out there. If you know a Jew, try to embarrass them today. Report back. Did they blush? Oh yeah, it's National Embarrass it's a, a Jew, Jew Day. Day. It's uh, it's um, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to make just like a horrible joke involving okay, Crystal well, Knocked. So. Oh, God. Jesus. I mean, Jesus. And you used to get mad at me for making oven jokes. I know. You, you've, uh, I'm the worst. You're I make a bad ho- influence. I finally stopped making Holocaust jokes. Yes. And, 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 and then somehow, you come up with like, Crystal Knocked. contagious. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, wait, before you go, hold that thought. Before I, okay. Before you go. Sorry, I got to go. No, before you go, before you leave the podcast, and it's all mine, all my podcast, before you leave, um, I'm reading A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. I'm familiar with that book. I Betty don't think I've ever actually read Smith. it. Betty Smith. Yeah. It takes place in 1912. It starts, the book starts in 1912. I'm reading it aloud to April. Okay. I often, That's delightful. I often do that. And um, <laughs> don't make a joke. And uh, I, it's so awkward at, at parts because they use... Uh, they can't describe rye bread without saying Jew rye bread. Oh, boy. So there's Jew everything. Like, the, everything is like Jew this, Jew that. And then last night's reading, I had to say darkies out loud. <laughs> oh, God. It's really horrible. Anyway, yeah. go ahead with your story. Old, there should be just a cutoff year before which, you know, like, I'm not in favor of banning books, but if we could just, like, take all the books before, like, I don't know, 1970 and just burn them, that'd probably be all right. Probably right? good. Probably a good idea. Good enough. Yeah, so uh, I can't even say it. I have to form the words. Yeah, Jew rye, which is n- <laughs> admittedly not as bad as darkies. Yeah, that's my favorite month of the year, Jew rye. Jew rye. <laughs> that was so such a dad joke. What what I yeah what I was gonna say is the thing the thing most recently that that my wife did that that uh, you know reminded me why I married her is is last night I told her I was trying to come up with um, names of fake erotic sports novels for today's podcast and she got totally into this and like I was ready to, to like wrap it up and say okay like I've <laughs> I've got like four of these. I'm done. And she's like, no, no. What about golf? Like, what about oh. something involving clubs? Uh, oh my what gosh. About, <laughs> what, and, and she actually came up with some of the ones on here. Um, well, we'll get there. Okay, wait a second. I just realized you told me there was a game and I completely forgot to play it. It's okay. You can impro- improvise it. No, I'm terrible no, no. at improvising. This, this is so easy. Uh, I think we should take a break okay. and I can like come back with something good. All right. Okay, so during during the break, Becky told me to be quiet for two minutes uh, while she came up with some uh, some fake uh, names of uh, erotic sports romance novels, and I was unable to sit quietly for two minutes. It was like a kid. He's just like, and then he, it was funny because he's like whispered like that. I couldn't hear him. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be quiet for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the worst <laughs> officially. And he kept saying like, I'm trying to think of one, which is. You know, the worst timing for him to say, oh, my God, I love this one so much. Like, he's so proud of himself. He was mic dropping everywhere. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was just dropping it all over the place. All right, you want to tell everybody what, what, we, what we read this week? Oh, we read a book called Pucked by Helena Hunting. Yeah. And I, I was going to start in with the, the <laughs> synopsis, but uh, the summary, but I, maybe we should start with um, the, uh, the first line of the book, which I think may be the best first line in Western literature. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't you agree? Uh-huh. It's 6.51 on Thursday morning, <laughs> and I'm 30 seconds away from an amazing orgasm. 
Yeah, that. Oh, you just he just mic dropped by closing. I his knew computer you were going to say screen. that. I just wanted to get the thing out of the way. <laughs> I, I, I'm not mic dropping on someone else's line. That's that's. Well, you know, yeah, I have to admit, it, it grabs you. Yeah, I mean, just I, like I an orgasm this, does. This, this, this is a pretty good book, right? Ah, that's a stretch. I mean, not good, but it wasn't boring. It definitely wasn't boring. Right. I will give you that. Good. That's a different word. Okay. Summary. So uh, feel free and and I feel like a lot of stuff happened and yet almost nothing happened in the preview. I think that that might be a true statement. Okay. So uh, Violet is uh, 22 years old and lives in her mom's pool house. And she doesn't seem like a Violet, by the way. No, not, not that at I all. know Violets, but but yeah, I mean, a Violet's like kind of prim and proper, yeah, right? She's not a Violet. She's a what would be a, a name that would be better? Tanya. Yeah. She's, she's a Tanya. She's a fucking Tanya. Yeah. Uh, Violet is, uh, she's 22 years old and she lives in her mom's pool house and she's jerking off before work when her mom comes in. Excuse me? Jerking off? I'm sorry? Jilling off. Thank you. That's not my term. That's the one she uses a yes. lot. Uh, and, uh, we learned that Violet's stepbrother is Buck, a pro hockey player. Uh, <laughs> Buck. Buck. Get yep. the, get the humor? Uh, I get the get humor. It? And it's a four letter name. Uh-huh. Buck and pucked up. All uh, right, here we go. Oh, and the yeah, the the love interest is also a four letter name, but it's not one syllable, so I don't know if it counts. Uh, it doesn't count. Okay. Uh, so um, they're gonna they have to head out to support him at his first away game in Atlanta. Did you count? So are the Hawks the the team that he plays for? Yes. Where are they from? Did Atlanta. Oh wait, I thought I th- no, it's an away game. I thought oh. they, they had to fly to Atlanta. Wait, isn't the I Atlantic never... Hawks a um, a basketball team? I think the Atlanta yeah, think Hawks a is a ba- sports team. It's yeah. a basketball team. Okay, no. yeah, I'm pretty sure you also said Atlanta Hawks. Which... <laughs> I said Hawks. <laughs> uh, so uh, and he needs the support because he's in, in the middle of a sex scandal because he got caught diddling his former coach's niece, which I'm not sure why that's a scandal exactly. Um, for, uh, anyway, uh, all right. So, uh, mom leaves and Violet finishes jilling it off to a milk oh mustache God. ad. Okay, so much. Yeah. By what? the way, every time she said Jill off, I, I groaned audibly and not because I was jilling off because <laughs> that it's just the worst expression. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's just trying too hard, right? Way too hard. Yeah. It made me so deeply uncomfortable in a literary sense. Okay. And I'm going to need to pause here because there was something I really didn't understand. And maybe you can explain to me. Violet I'm sure works, I can. She works for a PR firm specializing in sports financial management. Aren't PR and financial management yeah. totally different things? Yes, they are. Okay. And, and and really, why are you publicizing someone's financial financial information? Right. It seems like you would want these to be housed at completely separate companies. Exactly. Uh, I didn't. And, I didn't catch that. Good one. Okay, so she's hanging out with her work friend Charlene, and they're talking about book club. And I love this because apparently their book club reads porn just like ours. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. I did not think of that. Yes. Uh, and but but their current book is Tom Jones, and she's sort of griping because it's too literary. Yeah, can I interrupt just for one yeah, second please. with something completely not related to the book, but to our podcast? <laughs> oh yes, definitely. I was like when I went to go read Pucked, and I I put in put in Amazon Pucked. Uh huh. You know how it gives you a list of books on the side that are like similar or whatever. Sure. Yeah. So, and then. Amazon, I think, has changed their their icons a little bit. So it has the book cover, and then right inside says, look inside this book. Yeah. I caught that and went, oh, my God, our podcast is being listed. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about not using Occam's Uh, razor. Wow, yeah, now we've hit it big. (laughs) And I was like, look, many times, look inside this book, look inside this book. And I'm like, 
oh, right, that's actually a thing that we based our... Po- anyway, go ahead. That's right. They, they're they using the thing that we stole from them. How dare they? I'm suing Amazon. Yes, we're going to hire a, a law firm that's also a PR firm and financial yeah. management I mean, it's company. possible both of us came up with the same idea at the same time. Oh, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Okay, so uh, Charlene loves hockey players, and she tells Violet to be on the lookout for Darren Westinghouse, which... Which I, what? Well, I, I loved it because it's like... I, I assume it, his, it's, he's named Westinghouse because he's like as big as a refrigerator. I don't. It's the weirdest thing. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, and wants wants Violet to get a selfie with Darren Westinghouse or yep. something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next morning they head out to Atlanta and they go to the hockey game, and uh, the the center, which I think is a hockey thing, uh, Alex Waters is super hunky and he gets in a fight. Yep. And uh, at the after party for the game, uh, Violet chats him up while he drinks a glass of milk. At which point she realizes, oh no, he's the guy in the milk mustache ad that she was jilling it to that oh, morning. Stop saying it. Who <laughs> I, drinks milk at an after party? I don't know. I it didn't make any sense. Well, unless they're being paid a lot of money to, to for the, oh, you for think the he's milk taking, sponsor. He's taking milk money. Well, ob- well I mean, obviously, obviously he was in the yeah. So he's maybe. How much do you think you get paid to do a milk ad? I mean, the dairy farmers. They have a lot of money. Yeah. The dairy council. Yeah. They got a lot of money. I. We need to get in on some of that milk milk i want to see you up in the bright lights with milk dripping down your hairy chest okay all right can that's your stretch goal that can be arranged that's your stretch goal (laughs) i don't know if it's going to be as popular as alex what's his last alex waters is that's a boring name that's a boring name why isn't this guy named raid or kate or something i know sade uh and so buck uh oh oh, right and they talk about beavers right (laughs) which i'm sure we're gonna get so far into we're never gonna get out Uh, uh, Um, that's my life (laughs) <laughs> Buck uh, Buck warns Violet to stay away from Alex, but she meets up with him outside, and they talk about Tom Jones and Shakespeare and stuff because he's an intellectual. And then they make out. It's so hot. It's like he's doing like you know how women get excited about chores. Like yeah, yeah. She wants to jump him because he he's actually can because he's heard of, two words together. He's heard of Shakespeare. He's heard of Shakespeare, right? Uh, yeah, like the the. You know, the, the threshold for being considered an intellectual in, in one of our books is very, very, very low, low. Very low bar. Uh, she so, is in love with his mind, Matthew. Uh, Buck comes over and breaks up the kiss because he's a jerk. And then later, Alex comes to Violet's hotel room and there's a hilarious misunderstanding because she thinks it's Buck. And then she goes to Alex's room and it turns out he majored in English lit. And then they get on the couch and that's Wait, it. Wait, what's a terrible misunderstanding? I don't, I didn't. Oh, remember. Um, so, so he he's knocks. on the phone with her. Oh, he's on the phone with he's, her? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. he, It's not a misunderstanding. He's no, but, on the phone with her, and then... He, but he's standing outside her, her room, room also. Yeah. But she thinks that that it's Buck, that, that like... Th- there's a misunderstanding when, where, when she says, like, leave me alone, I, I'm jilling it, and she thinks she's talking to Buck, but she's actually talking to Alex. Oh, oh, oh on the phone there was the misunderstanding. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 I, I was yeah, confused yeah. as to what was on yes. the phone and what was, like, outside yeah. the room. Yes. <laughs> Um, yep, that's that's a great that's, synopsis. Okay, so basically, she goes to Atlanta and hooks up with a hockey player. Is the entire book so she's, far? She's reading a book at the hockey game because she wants to get caught up on book club. That's what I would do if I was behind on book club. You totally would read a book at a hockey game. You would not. Y- you, you don't would care not. about our book club. <laughs> okay, I want to draw your before we start playing games. Yeah, I want to draw your attention to the acknowledgments. Wondering if you read. Oh them. no, I didn't. I always read the. The outside I didn't matter. Read the acknowledgments, and I didn't read any Amazon reviews. I didn't do that either okay. this time, but I did. Maybe, read... maybe during the next break, we'll pull, look at some reviews. Okay, but I did read one part of the acknowledgement, and I'd like to just say what it is right here. Kelly, your beaver love is more than I know what to do with. You're making this up. I am not. It is absolutely in the acknowledgements. Okay, if you got that 
if if you were so acknowledged in a book's acknowledgments, would you? How would you feel about this? Your beaver love. Okay, so t- is this a lesbian thing? It seems like your it. beaver love is more than I know what to do with. Um, but maybe she just like Kelly's a man. Oh, I don't know. <gasps> maybe Kelly's her husband. You you think um, you think the author couldn't be a lesbian? No, could be, but she really seems to like Dick a lot. Yeah, yeah it's true. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Your beaver love is more than I can. Let's get in touch with Kelly and see and see. Kelly, call us. Yeah. I want to know what you do to the beaver that is more than the author knows what to do with. I don't know. Maybe she just doesn't know when to stop. I don't know. I mean, there is such a thing as too much attention. Whoa. Oh, all right. Right? Yeah, okay. that's true. Let's pretend I didn't say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so <clears throat> did you have any favorite lines from oh, the book? Oh, my God. Did I not? <laughs> okay, th- here's a couple words I didn't draw attention to. The, a, in, but everything else was funny. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But is funny. Yeah, but is funny. Matthew, yes. have you ever taken a shot from the orgasm bottle? I. That's I'm not sure if I have. I don't know. I don't really. She took a shot from the orgasm bottle. What does that bottle look like? I hope it's flared at the base. <laughs> it's a flared funnel. Um, I don't know. Does it like? Is it like cloak and dagger? Does it have a dark black label that doesn't? You don't know what Ooh. it is, or is it just say like you know, come on it? <laughs> yeah, it's just a bottle that says, says come on it. it. No, C O M E, of course. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, what great. is it, okay? If there's an orgasm bottle that you can take a shot from, what does it taste like, and what does the bot label look like? Okay, I know what it is. I just it just came to me. Get it? <laughs> uh, Dad joke. When when I was when I was a kid, um, ew. <laughs> this, I mean, the story is gross, but not probably not as gross as you're thinking. So there was this perfume ad on TV, and Gina Tay. What's is that a, a type a perfume? Okay, yeah. um, let's say let's say yes. I think okay. you know, like you're some, younger than I am, some so Calvin Klein not. thing or something. Yeah. Anyway, the in the TV commercial for this perfume, so the perfume bottle was a glass bottle with like a rounded top that totally, very deliberately looked like a dick. And in the ad, the top like pops off, and the and the perfume inside shoots out. What? Um, and my parents thought this was hilarious and inappropriate. And I'm like, what? I don't get it because I was like ten. Oh. Um, but but I yeah I remember this, and then, and then later like, oh, that was funny. Um, so that's that is the orgasm bottle. Oh, you didn't get it because like what that had never happened to you at age ten? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me all about it. <laughs> What was it like when you took a shot from the orgasm bottle when you were 10? <laughs> That's not what the story is about. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't I still don't understand how perfume just shoots up without you doing anything. Oh, that would be a defective product. They would have to recall it. Right. <laughs> like if this if this happens, I mean first of all, you have to get a new house because, you know, it's going to smell like a uh, you know, the first floor of a department store. And then you have and- like awkward perfume stains all over your ceiling. Yes. Yes. Like okay. I have enough awkward stains in my house to begin with. You know what I hated so much about this book? Tell me. Is it did the impossible. It made me hate sex. Uh, like, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It really, it made me like just hate everything about it. The fact that, that people use horribly dumb euphemisms, even though like we, you know, completely, what's the expression? But we like, we parlay in this, in this, the depths of this all the time on our podcast. But like, there, it's... It's like taken just currency. a little too seriously. It's taken too seriously. It's 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 not meant to be funny. It's it's she's that's why I don't think it's a good book. 
But it's sometimes, I mean, the beaver stuff was meant to be funny, sort of. Sort of, but like it's too, she's too literal. It's literally like the, the author uh, through the protagonist truly has no filter. Like um, she can't filter out the good euphemisms from just, or being too, like she, she says she's jilling off and she goes and washes her hands and feels the need to say that she's now got <laughs> vagina scent free hands. That was, that was the most appalling That's thing the in the book. That's the most appalling I thing too, in the course. book. Because why why must I mean I feel a like prudish saying this, but why I, I must someone write that? That's just there's there's no editing on any level. Um, why is that important? I don't know. Just uh, she even mentioned. I, I, I thought it was funny. I, I didn't think it was funny. I felt deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I read it I'm like uh. I felt <laughs> deeply uncomfortable, and 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 euphemisms that were just from like. Uh, I don't know. Um, what's what's those free included hotel like vacation things where you go down to like Cabo San Lucas and you buy an all in one where you get you know you get to eat everything off the buffet and you're with like all of humanity. Like a put yourself a package package yeah, deal. Put yourself there and one of the offerings that's free is a how to a, how to write erotica class. Oh, so you're in this situation with you know all of humanity and you're at a how to write erotica class. And they say that, you know, one of the ways you can describe the phallus is by saying his man stick. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> because that's that's okay. That's a great way to not say what we're saying. I'm really glad you brought up the man stick thing because um, aside from the word man stick, there was something in that sentence that I didn't understand. And I'm wondering if you can explain to me. Uh, I'm said, sure I said, can. Uh, Buck has shared his man stick with half the female population in the continental U.S. and probably a few up in Canada. If you're a hockey stud, wouldn't you be mostly banging Canadian chicks? Mm. Doesn't it? I mean, hockey hockey is huge in Canada. Yeah, but and it, but he's he's an American hockey player, so he's he's in American cities all the time. So okay. so it just seemed to me uh, more of lack of access. But than... but if you're if you're an NHL player, like you've got to go to Toronto, to Edmonton, to Vancouver, yeah, to but you're mostly other in... places in Canada that I can't think of. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like the the uh, dope dealers in uh, in Undercover. <laughs> he has to he has to fly to <laughs> to the Northwest Territories <laughs> and the Yukon. And, yeah. Okay. Um, Sharing his man stick, like sharing is good. Like sharing, uh huh. It's just something about that. That's his. That is his standard pickup line. Like he he walks up to a a puck bunny, as they're called in the book, and says, "Would you like to share my man stick?" Do you think they're actually called puck bunnies? I was wondering that too. I don't know because I didn't want to Google it and ruin my Google forever. <laughs> well, I came up with a game which I haven't told you about, which is okay, great. Which is what are um. You know, uh, to be sexist, prostitutey, slutty uh, sports women who hang out uh, waiting for other sports. It's similar to your game, but different. So I came up with a couple here. I I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'll just give you a couple here. Uh, I've got one so far. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, For baseball, um, uh, bat carriers. (laughs) Um, That's funny. Okay. (laughs) Bat bat holders. Subtle. Subtle. But I like it. (laughs) I, I kind of like the image of carriers, actually. Yeah, just that, like, but yeah. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing it as a semi obscene gesture. Well, because there's, I, I always imagine that there's one on each side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, rugby muppet. Nice. Handball handmaiden. Oh, that's really good. Bad, is that what the Handmaid's Tale is about? Exactly. Is it an erotic rugby romance? Absolutely. Or handball. <laughs> oh, handball. Sorry. Badminton kitten. <laughs> These are great. Skeetball skank. 
Okay. As if skeetball is now a professional sport. A ski ball? Skeet ball. <laughs> what is skeet ball? Oh, no, it's ski ball. You're, oh, You're so, right. Okay, wait, wait, skeet okay. shooting. I what, yep, I just figured out what happened. So. It, that's what happened. I got confused between skeet shooting and ski ball. Okay, for skeet shooting, lay pigeons. Wow. That's, that's good. It's not catchy at all, but it's, but it's clever. it's good. Right? It's very okay. clever. And then... I, I fell asleep and I just wrote, cur- I wrote, I wrote curling and then I fell asleep. I forgot. To- <laughs> um, Let's come up with one for curling. Rock. Oh, it's curling. It's got rocks. It's got broomsticks. It's got, it can be rocks or stones like stone, stone tossers, stone. Oh. Tossers is good. But that sounds like that's what a, that's a British slang yeah. for gay man. For, no, no. Is to- a tosser is like someone who's someone who jills off too often. Oh, oh, you're right. Or jerks You're off. right. God, I can't. Every time you say it, I die inside. I know. And not that death. Not the little death. Not the, the little big death. One. <laughs> the original death. <laughs> the kind. original death. <laughs> um, okay, there, there were terrible lines, but there were a couple of ones that actually made me giggle. And I was mad at myself for giggling okay. because I, don't, I didn't want to like anything in this book, really. When her mom accidentally says hypotesticals. That's pretty funny. Instead of hypothetical. Um, I, I wasn't <laughs> sure how I felt about this line. Like, it was, it was like too. You too like, you know, look, I'm being funny, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I like what she said. It's beaver time. I giggle finding the term in reference to lady parts comical. Well, thanks for explaining that. We, uh, yeah, we weren't really sure what needed, you were talking you about. You really needed to explain that. I liked when, when uh, she said Buck is a mammoth like a Yeti. I wrote that down. <laughs> a huge perverted hairy whore of a Yeti. <laughs> is, it, is a mammoth really like a Yeti? I Not mean, at they're, all. They're both hairy and like Arctic, but one is real and one is not right and one is she just she just she was in love with herself with that line you know okay. she said she like in, in readings around town and in canada oh you she, think she does she does a lot of events for this book actually I think okay so. this book i think was a smash hit it has over a thousand reviews on amazon mm. did you um, jill off to it oh morning morning noon and night just <laughs> like our protagonist did you share your man stick with other people while you were here's something i will say mm-hmm. like I'm I'm pro sharing. First of all, um, it seemed like unlike most of the romancy books we've read, this one did not seem to find casual sex to be punishable by humiliation and death. Even though it talked about the puck bunnies and all the little, that seemed judgmental. It did seem judgmental, and yet, you know, our 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 protagonist was certainly like no different, right? Mm-hmm. Except she reads books. Matthew, I have yes. a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you ever frown and give your dick a squeeze for reasons you're I not d- sure of? I didn't understand what was going on there at all. There's a line, and I'm not going to give it any context because there was no context. There was con- none. No, none con- at no all. context. I frown and give my boob a squeeze. For what reason? I'm not sure. Okay. What I will say is because, like, <laughs> I, I'm a man and, like, you know, it's true that we have trouble keeping our hands off the merchandise. Like, probably I have done that. For no reason. <laughs> have, have I frowned and, and squeezed a boob for no reason? Sure, definitely. I mean, I wasn't frowning, though. I was smiling. It's the frowning that doesn't make sense, does, right? I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it, listeners. I frowned and I squeezed my right boob in front of Matthew. I don't get why I did that. All right. I did it for no reason at all. Life imitates art. Let's take it to a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about some book titles. Okay, so um, Becky, I, I think uh, I think you were wondering why I asked you here to, today. It's to play a game 
uh, that uh, we're calling. I'm just like stealing the script from. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the name of this game is. I, the the gist is you come the up jizzes. with jizzes. Yes, <laughs> that's the name of the game. The jizzes. Uh, have you have you watched that new show? The the jizzes. <laughs> uh, don't. Um, <laughs> Come up with Wear a name. Wear a raincoat. <laughs> yes. It's filmed in front of a live studio audience that has to bring has to bring like plastic wrap like at a Gallagher show. <laughs> well, that's the most disgusting Meet thing. Meet the jizzes. <laughs> Woo! Okay. okay. Uh, great. Uh, here's the idea. Uh, this, this book is called Pucked. Uh, it is an erotic hockey romance. I didn't uh, really get the joke. Did you? <laughs> right. Uh, I want you to come up with uh, more books that are erotic sports romances uh, with really heavy-handed titles, and the the other person has to guess what sport it is. This is going to be easier for me than you, because remember that time that you wanted to be a volleyball coach, and I'd asked you if you ever, I, ever even played a sport, and then we decided to make you a chess coach? I have not made any progress <laughs> on becoming a volleyball coach yet, but I will keep you posted. Keep asking me about it. Like That was my New Year's resolution it's for this year. It's on my calendar. Okay, great. Um, so... Yeah, it's okay. I, it would help though if you would just call me coach, like throughout every episode, just you like get me in the right headspace. You got it, coach. Okay. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Come shot. Oh, that's good. Uh, uh, basketball. Uh, actually, I was thinking hockey again, like okay, slap sure. shot, but come shot. All right. Okay. Um, crossing broomsticks. Oh, curling. Yeah. How is that dirty? Oh, I was thinking like dicks. Oh. <laughs> Of course you were. <laughs> and of course I wasn't. All right. I'm like, how is that dirty? Okay, I'm going to try really hard not to mic drop here. I'm going to hold on to the paper. You're going to do something like, else. You're going to do something else. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, yeah, I'm going to do the facial mic drop. Yeah. Uh, gross. Two, <laughs> two balls, no strikes. Bowling. Nice. It was actually baseball. <laughs> was it? Yes. Oh. But uh, I've, it I've could got, be bowling. I've got a bowling one coming up. Wait, two balls, no strikes. I like it. Okay, um, ace in my hole. Tennis. Yes. Nice. Uh, shuttlecocked. <laughs> nice. Don't, don't answer. Uh, oh, make me quiver. Oh, bow and arrow archery. Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, nipple crown. Oh, uh, horse racing. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. Um. Swish. Well, basketball. It's a it's a gay basketball romance. Oh, <laughs> I love how seriously you said that. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I feel very strongly about this. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm writing it. I'm writing it now. It'll be it'll be out next week, and we'll okay, do it. This on is a, this is a, a masturbatory romance. You ready? <laughs> My favorite genre. A penalty stroker. Um, penalty stroke. That's a thing. Penalty stroker. Um, yeah, penalty stroke is a thing. In, what in a sport? sport, not chess. Swimming? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> what? That was awful. <laughs> what? I, ah, oh my god! Tell me, this so is driving me crazy. Funny soccer. Oh, okay. Or field hockey, but okay. a penalty stroke. I'm. I, of course, you're being like very I, literal. I understand. What would be what would I be the penalty know. that would make a swimmer have to do a penalty stroke? What would it look like? <laughs> like the Monty well, Python like dumb walk. I think or I was something? imagining a false start, and like <laughs> that. Then that was the. I, I know that's not called a penalty stroke. <laughs> okay, that was the funniest okay. thing ever. I'm loving this game. Okay, good. <laughs> Show me your cock. 
<laughs> wow, that's so direct. But what is it? Show me your cock. <laughs> God, it's like, what the fuck? Uh, it's cockfighting. Oh, duh. I was like, that's not really a sport. sport. I know. Okay. I was like, what could this possibly be? Do you have more? I have so many more. Should I just keep going? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Like a steel pole. Oh, um, uh, you know. Olympic sport. uh, uh, It's either pole pole vaulting or baton twirling. (laughs) Baton Uh, twirling is not recognized. Is it a recognized sport? I so. Probably, I, I bet there are some baton twirlers in our in our listening audience. I'm sure would be very upset if you said it wasn't a real sport, mm-hmm. like how I feel about chess. Right. Um, bump set spike. <laughs> nice. That's your coach. Way to go, coach. Thanks. Volleyball. Well, my wife actually came up with that one. Ah. Uh, oh, uh, rock hard discs. Nice. Um, yes, the Olympic sport. You're getting all the Olympic ones. Actually, ultimate frisbee. But yeah, sure, it could oh. be discus also. Discus is. Um, let's see. I know I've got. I know I've got another before. Before I pull out my favorite one, um, oh. please don't pull out your favorite one. <laughs> Breaststroke, too obvious. Uh, clean and jerk, also too obvious. Oh, uh, splattered. You're proud of yourself. Yeah. Splattered. <laughs> I don't know. Paintball. Uh, Again, not a sport. Really? Hunt, uh, hunting for foxes. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, my last two are my favorites. I probably shouldn't hype it that much. Insert three fingers. <laughs> Bowling. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. And the golden snatch. That's like, isn't that a, a weightlifting move? No, it's, I mean, yes, but it's Harry Potter. Uh, Quidditch. Oh, Quidditch. So that's golden so snatch. my, my that's uh, great. erotic Quidditch romance, The Golden Snatch, will be out soon. I really think you wherever, should write that. Wherever books are sold. You should totally write that. Oh, you think there aren't a million... Uh, golden Snatches? Uh, erotic Quidditch romance fan fiction stories no, I, already? I, I there will, are. I would never question what is on the internet after this podcast I have learned. That's, do you know why I don't Google anymore? Right. You've learned too much. I, I know too you, much. You have to be eliminated. Do you know that there's still so much more to talk about with this book? I do, I do know that, okay. and I can't wait. Okay. Here's a question. During one of her, I can't even say it, self-love... Sessions? No! Self-love sessions. She says she puts a foot up on the vanity. Right. Okay, just walk with, walk with me hypothetically through this physical machinations here. Okay. She puts her foot up on the vanity and then her orgasm is so massive. Her shot from the orgasm bottle so huge that it takes her to the floor and then the magazine she was jilling to hits her in the face. It it sounds like she's... Is she on the toilet? Okay, did she fall off the toilet? Is she standing and then she's I think literally she's, I think she's to the standing ground? and literally falls to the ground. But this sounds dangerous. How is she I mean, holding a magazine? She's okay. So she's holding the magazine, magazine in one hand, and she, it's impossible to talk about this without like contorting myself and like has her leg up on some. <laughs> yes, it's like she's playing air guitar. That's that's right. <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds painful. But it, yeah, it sounds it sounds like she's going to get hurt. Like, there are ways to do this without putting yourself in danger. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard. I'm uh, sure rugby Muppets know how to do that. Right. No, they, they don't need to, because they're always, they're always, like, 
on some kind of I don't know what's a rugby term. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> Do they have goalposts? Okay. Um, there's a line. The girls behind me Twitter like twelve year olds. I don't want I don't want twelve year olds anywhere near this book. Okay, right. Now Twitter I thought I thought the word was twi- titter. Like oh. giggling. But do people actually before prior to Twitter the social app? That's a good question. Do people question. use Twitter as in t- talking, like chirping? Yeah, because I, I think you can be all a Twitter. You're not all a oh, titter. Oh, gotcha. I thought it was supposed to <laughs> <laughs> all a titter is really funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it could they could have been tittering or t- twittering. Yeah, tittering or twittering. Okay. Either way. All right. Uh, back, I just have to say it again. I frown and give my boob a squeeze. For what reason? <laughs> I'm not sure. It sounds like poetry, doesn't it? Favorite line in the whole it's, book. It's like Emily Dickinson. I frown and give my my boob a squeeze for reasons I'm not certain. Okay, here's a line that um, I don't know if I understand the sex act here. There, there was a lot of that. Hope he didn't hear me slagging Buck's doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't remember this. Did it really say that? Yes, I'll repeat it. Hope he didn't hear me slagging <laughs> Buck's doodle. Is this referring to like a drawing or something? What? I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't either. I don't. Uh, listeners, please put on our Facebook page what you think slagging Buck's doodle means. That that seems like should, it should be the title of one of our books. Like sl- slagging, slagging Buck's, Buck's doodle. doodle. Mm-hmm. That's that's book one. Book two, you know, like jiggling raids crank, you know. <laughs> um I'm gonna. I'd like to read a couple of Amazon reviews of this book. Okay. Um, I, I'm, we're not gonna do the like real or fake Amazon review game because I was too lazy to write any. But uh, I want to call attention to the fact that first of all, there's one review called entitled "Amazing" that is written entirely in emojis. Seriously? Yep. So it's. Are uh, you so hip? You actually could. You can. You can translate emojis to to letters. Oh, let uh, me see. Okay, it's uh, green heart, uh, like jiggling heart. Two hearts, inverse heart, heart with an arrow through it, black heart. That, um, that means amazing? Uh, well, the title is the title of the review is amazing, spelled out in letters, but then the text oh. of the review is emoji. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were like translating like hieroglyphics, <laughs> okay. emoji to letters. And then, um, you know, I, I want to apologize in advance to Helena Hunting, but I'm going to read from a negative review um, because it has an important fact in it that, I, that probably all of us were wondering about. Uh, I struggle a lot with the overabundance of sex and genitalia fixation versus the lack of depth, character development, and plot. Uh, it made it extremely hard to connect with either Alex or Violet, not to mention the weird terminology for body parts that were way overused, such as beaver and monster cock. That, <laughs> that right there really ruined a lot of the book for me. The author referred to the female genitalia as beav slash beaver 82 times, and she Monster Cock them. close to 60 times. She counted them. With a few other names thrown in. It got old fast. She counted She counted how the many... beeves. Okay, question. When she picked up the title called Pucked. Uh-huh. What was she expecting? What was she expecting? Uh, you know, flouncing and petticoats. I, I don't know. I shake my head at this. Um, I know we mentioned it last week, but there are two sequels to this book, uh, Pucked Up and Pucked Over, I believe. I would, I'd be down for... Reading one of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, um, hypothetical here. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, already, I'm already raising the saran wrap in front of my face. 
when you're when Lori is doing that thing that Lori does, do you ever like does the term in your in your head ever like go, oh my god, I'm getting horned up? No. Doesn't that sound like a Sarah Palin kind of be like? Yes. Like like we're gonna drill down, drill up, or, or, drill deeper, horned up. Like yeah, yeehaw. Is everyone is everyone all horned up out is there, there to, to meet up? Donald Trump? Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Also, um, what stop do you get off? Of when you're riding the masturbation express, oh, because that was in the book too. Like I'm not, sh- I'm not sure. Like you want to, you want to ride it all the way to the last to the to the terminus, right? Yeah, but like, how do you know if that's really the terminus? I mean, I think if you're, you're a woman, that train keeps I, going. I, under, I understand what you're saying. Do you get? Do you get? You know, do you get what I'm saying? I, do you, I think do I get you what under, you're saying. Do you want saying? me to explain it to you? Uh, no, I, I. Do you have like a book for me? Like, you <laughs> I, know. I think I do. <laughs> It's called Come Shot. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, another question for you. No, because because the whole point of this book, I think, is that if you if you have to get off the masturbation express too early, like it sends you down a path that uh, that you may not expect. Why would you want to take the express? That I mean, unless you're in a, in a in a you rush, you might be in a hurry. You might be in a hurry, but I would rather take, take the, the slow trip. The yeah. local, definitely take the local. Then again, you might have lots of interruptions. Could people keep getting on and off? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is the problem with the local and maintenance. <laughs> That's right. You might you might not get a seat. They have to clean, come oh, in and clean. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes dirty. They're dirtier. Sometimes the, the uh, train uh, like stops between stations for a while, and they yeah. won't explain what's going on. Sometimes this voice comes on, and you can't understand it. It's all scratchy. Yep. Like these these are common yeah, problems. They, they're there's they're clunkier, and sometimes like you'll have your you know your foot up on the vanity and then fall to the floor like in, exactly. tra- in train terms. Though. Yes. Yeah. Um, have yeah. you ever been flashed by someone's cooter? That, that's that was another palinism. How many of those? How many cooters were in the book? This one, I, the, the 18, person on Amazon didn't count. Eighteen cooters. Eight. Okay. And that's just in the free look inside. Um, I think I think maybe all of literature can be ranked in this way. Like you know, uh, the Bible. Like how many how many beeves and monster cocks <laughs> and cooters are in the Bible? Probably none. Not a very good book. Not a good book. Right. So, I mean, Pucked, probably close to the top. I'm actually, frankly, disappointed because I didn't read one monster cock in our preview. No, the preview had no monster cocks. No. Um, cause, well, because she never, she never like, got it out. That's not a good preview. The preview should really be setting you up for what you're going to be seeing 81 times. That's true, but, I mean, didn't you have, like, a premonition that there was probably a monster <laughs> cock on the horizon? <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't ever say that line again. <laughs> When I was on the Masturbation Express and I looked out, out the window, I saw a monster, a monster cock, cock on, on the, the horizon. horizon. And you had to get off immediately. Oh, right? no, no. yeah. No. Okay. Um, did you notice that she travels with a travel dildo? I did notice that, but she forgot her travel dildo, which is bad. Bad question. Does the travel dildo fold up like a camping fork? Oh, that's. Are we gonna are we gonna get into the Dilderness survival kit yes. again? Um, I was leading you into it. This is a semi serious. Uh, this is a serious question. Do women use the term dildo? Like, in my in my experience, which is admittedly limited, I I have never. I, I mean, I've heard women use the term vibrator to the exclusion of the word dildo. Well, I, mean, I guess they, I understand. They can be different things. Right. I, I, okay. I understand there are non-vibrating dildos. More, why we, more why of those. Did I, why did I want to talk about this? Never mind. <laughs> there are more more of those non-vibrating dildos. Than, than I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, they, they can be two in one, but more so I think they're different things. I understand. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I actually learned something <laughs> there. 
<laughs> and every and everyone else had to come along on that journey with me on the local. <laughs> All right, we should we should wrap this up. I mean, but if you got more, like if you got some more more choice lines, no, like I don't want to. I am. I have reached my terminus. <laughs> Great. Uh, what is our next book? Our next book is uh, Cars, Cats, and Crooks. The Kimball Detective Agency, book one by R.H. Carter. We are doing a cat mystery because we were asked by one of our listeners to do, to a, do a cat, to cat mystery? mystery. Oh, great. So um, We live to serve. We do live to serve. This one got 215 reviews on Amazon, four out of five stars, making it eligible for us to use it on our show. Yep. We, we don't make the rules. We just follow them. We, can, <laughs> we also made the rules. <laughs> you can find us at Facebook at uh, facebook.com. Wait, backslash. did we say the name of the cat mystery yes cars cars Sorry. cats and crooks thank you uh, you can find us on facebook at facebook.com backsplash back <laughs> back, oh boy backsplash uh look inside tvc which this week stands for well it's got to be look inside this big cock uh, or or uh Cooter. This big cooter. Okay. <laughs> Look inside this big cooter. <laughs> this is definitely the grossest episode we've ever done, right? You can find us also uh, on our website at lookinsidethisbookclub.com, uh, yeah. correct? Yeah, it doesn't stand for anything. It just means what it says. Okay. And anything else? Uh, no, I'm I'm fully spent. You can, t- you can tell them about leaving a review. Oh, yeah, you can. Uh, I did your job, so you do mine. Thank you. You can leave a review for us on iTunes. It would be very helpful. Uh, you know... If you, if you leave us a review, like on American iTunes, that doesn't necessarily carry over to other iTuneses of the world. So if you're like in, you know, Sweden or, uh, <laughs> wait, I'm going to. What? If, no, no, I'm serious. Like, like if you're listening to our show and, and you're, and you're in, uh, you know, a country where we may have fewer listeners, but we value them more like Sweden, ah. uh, you know, it would be especially helpful to us if you would leave an iTunes review in Swedish. Oh. Just leave us a review in Swedish. I want to know what Swedes <laughs> think about our show. Suddenly I'm very... Do we have a listener from Sweden? I don't even know if I have a way to tell. <laughs> I didn't even realize but that. if you are in Sweden and you're listening to our show, get in touch. <laughs> also, please because give us really... a list of 10 ways to say beaver in Swedish. Oh, do you, uh, do you think they have beavers in Sweden? Did... Which beavers are you speaking of? Any, any of them. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I think that they have some beavers in Sweden. Great. See okay. you next time. All right, bye-bye. Where are my authors at? <laughs>